Welcome into the Arena Fanatic College Football Talk Podcast. I am your host, Matt Hetzler, and I'm joined by Tyler Smith, Mr. Arena Fanatic. And before we kick this thing off, Tyler, major props to doing this solo all last week. Um, but we're back. I got the voice back, and uh, let's get this show on the road, my friend. Hey, it's nice to have you back, Matt. I, I was a little worried that you might have lost that voice forever. Yeah, well, uh, some people wish I would lose this voice forever. I'm quite opinionated, oh, uh, especially my wife. I mean, uh, she she could do without do without me uh, being a smartass to her. And and uh, unfortunately for everybody else, I still have my thumbs, so I can tweet all day long. Oh my! Terrible takes and bad opinions. I live for those. All right, bud. Well, um, again, major major props to you, my friend. Uh, Thank we, you. Thank I know everybody appreciates the the show still getting out there, even if it is a one man show. So oh, yeah, oh, I am uh, just trying to. Uh, here we go. I got my game list for the week nine recap. This is week nine. We're recapping uh, quite a quite a good weekend of college football. Uh, a few upsets, mm. some big games. Uh, I guess I'm gonna head in here first here, Tyler. Big twelve, massive Ooh. upset. Oh God, yeah. Uh, and to be honest, the final score was not indicative of how this game actually went. Kansas State just absolutely poured it on Oklahoma. I, it was embarrassing how bad Oklahoma's defense was there for an extended stretch in this game. And, I mean, we're talking about a K-State team where Skyler Thompson is your quarterback. Oh, boy. I, I couldn't believe it, Tyler. Um, I know. I couldn't believe it either. I mean, I ex- and I, I think I, I wrote this last week for you to say, uh, but, again, you were doing it solo. I thought it would be closer uh, than definitely the 24-point spread, but I didn't think Kansas State could keep up scoring, and I was wrong. Yes. 48-41, Kansas State. Uh, the biggest news coming out of this one, Tyler, though, Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. Uh, he still had a hell of a game. Almost uh, 500 total yards of offense. He's keeping his name in the Heisman ring for right now. Uh, not sure if he's going to get there. Uh, beat uh, Oklahoma. I uh, also want to get your thoughts on this, Tyler. Oklahoma's playoff chances after this loss. Uh, still alive, but if you, if you look at Texas's loss, I think that's actually what hurts them is Texas losing to TCU. So now it's pretty much Baylor and Oklahoma. Iowa State also falling this week. It's not It's not really good news for the Big 12. I think Oklahoma has an outside shot, but uh, I'm not feeling too good about it. Yeah, well, it doesn't help. I mean, it, it isn't that bad when the pollsters only drop you to 10. I mean. Yeah, but the opportunities, though. They don't have a lot of opportunities left. No, they don't. They just, they, it's really just Baylor at this point. Baylor and then another opportunity at Baylor? I mean, is the committee going to love that? No. And their best win currently? Uh, Texas? Yeah, that's definitely yeah. the best win. Yeah. That's not even a good that, win. That's not good. That, at this point, that's not a good win. So, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't particularly love it, Matt. Yeah, I'm, I, I don't either, so... Let's move on here, Tyler. This was a 
a thriller, actually. Uh, Tulane and Navy. How'd that one end oh. up, Tyler? Ladies and gentlemen, Navy got the W. Huge win. They now move to 4-1 in conference play. That is incredible. I, I didn't think the midshipmen had it. They're 6-1 on this season. We all knew what was going to happen in this game, and it turns out that Navy was able to edge out Tulane with a field goal at the buzzer to beat them 41-38. Tulane now at 2-2. Two and two. We, I mean, I thought this Tulane team was going to be fantastic. They're now just sitting at 2-2 two and two in the conference. Navy, unbelievable, 4-1 and one in AAC play. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Navy, surprise team in the country right now. I, I did put them in my top 30 rankings. Um, so That's a good pick, Matt. I know, I know. I, I try to point out the armed services uh, when I can. And uh, since Army has let us all down, it's now Navy's yes. turn. Hey, great point. How about, Matt, I'd like your thoughts on Auburn at LSU. Big time matchup. Yeah, it was a big-time matchup. Um, it was actually a very good game. So I know a lot of people thought LSU may blow them out of the water. But I'm telling you, this Auburn defense, they, they came to play. Uh, they held LSU in check in the running game, only 4.1 yards per carry on 46 carries. So, so not bad. Now, the problem in this game, Tyler, was uh, Bo Nix's inability to do anything productive. Facts. Um, he struggled big time, and some of the play calling, uh, especially when they got into uh, first and goal situations, uh, and they, they at first they went to Bibby Whitlow in the Wildcat. I thought that was a great idea, great plan, uh, but they abandoned that, and then they put Bo Nix back in. Uh, they should have went probably Gatewood, uh, Wildcat, inside the 10, but, you know, again, it's just the way that the game's flowing. Uh, I, I think Gus just wants to get no, Nix feeling comfortable, it just didn't happen in this. It didn't happen in this game. Uh, one one star for Auburn here, especially in the offensive game. Uh, DJ Williams, uh, 13 carries, 130 yards. He broke off two big long ones, and uh, just inches Tyler from scoring a touchdown. Just stepped out at the nine. If, you know, touchdown there might change the uh, change the entire game. But uh, Joe Burrow, big game again. Uh, it was definitely his worst game of the year, but still had the numbers here. Uh, 300 yeah. plus yards passing. I mean, Auburn was giving him anything inside uh, 10 yards. So they were just not letting them, they didn't want to get beat deep. Uh, and for the most part, they kept him in check. Um, but yeah, they were giving up uh, whatever they wanted. But uh, and, and again, some SEC officiating. Ooh. Not to harp on that, but good Ooh. Lord, I mean, some of those non, 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 call, non holding calls were big. Uh, just you know, it's whatever. But hey, the be- the better I team, feel like the better team won here. So I would agree with that, Matt. I feel like SEC officials—that's becoming a more and more trending topic as the weeks go on. I feel like it's just building and building every week. Well, that's because it's absolutely awful. I mean, I don't know how these guys have jobs. I don't even know how they get paid. It's that bad. Yeah, it, it's been, I, I'm one, I support the refs, but this is, this is too much. Well, how do you, how do you feel about the uh, Duke 
in the North Carolina game. Oh, my. I mean, if you turned into this sucker. Let, let me just break this down. Let me break this down. The Duke Blue Devils got a fumble recovery. Then they went 14 plays, 92 yards, Matt. These guys went from the Duke 6 to the UNC 2-yard line, 18 seconds left, first and goal. I repeat, first and goal. They decided to go with the Tim Tebow jump pass, and it was one of the ugliest plays I've ever seen in my life. Just hammer the freaking ball down these guys' throats and get this game over with. Freaking UNC 20. Duke 17 because Duke tried to be fancy and go with the jump pass. Horrendous. Put that ball in Harris's hands and let him do his magic. But no, no, they went they went Deion Jackson. Come on now. Do better. Do better. Another letdown for me. I know you like the Dukies. Yes, I do, Matt. And they let me down. Not too happy about that. No, well, here is another letdown, Tyler. And we already talked touched on this when we talked about Oklahoma. Texas going down on the road in TCU. Um, Embarrassing. It, it was an ugly, ugly loss for uh, for Texas here. Ellinger, uh, four picks. 22 of 48. God. You don't see that every day, especially out of him. No. Um, but, yeah, uh, I mean, here's the thing. TCU didn't even have to do much. They just turned the ball. Uh, Texas turned the ball over. TCU capitalized. I mean, they only TCU only had uh, roughly about four hundred and thirty some yards of total offense. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't need to talk about much more of this game. Uh, Texas again, just another big letdown. Now five and three mm. on the year. Yep, it's gonna get ugly there. So. Big win for three, Gary Patterson and TCU. Two. Keeps them in a, a hunt for a play. Uh, I mean, not a playoff, but Big 12 championship mm. spot if they can uh, somehow navigate their way through the rest of the schedule. No, I don't uh, see that happening. I don't oh, see that happening. Yeah, I don't either, but I had to just kind of build them up a little bit. I know, but don't give people the false hope. This was Texas, they had a chance, Matt. Think about this. Oklahoma loses. They moved to 4-1. Texas, if they could have just beat freaking TCU, would have moved to four and one, and then you kind of have a little bit of a an opening for Texas to get in that game. Now I don't see any chance at all. I really don't want to see Texas in that game. So um, it looks like I'm going back to back here. I might be going back to back to back. Uh, South yeah. Carolina at Tennessee. Oh man! Hey, how, how about, about the balls, that? Tyler? I- I know. Surprising. I mean, Garantano actually played fairly well in this game, Matt. Can yeah, you believe and, that? Yeah, and JT Shrout played as well. Because yeah. when I first tuned it in, uh, Garantano was not in the game. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, shit, what the hell's going on here? Yeah. Like, I, I picked Tennessee to win this game. I don't even know who this guy is. <laughs> but he held his own. And then Garantano led him to victory here. Uh, ugly loss for South Carolina. Very ugly loss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just they they oh. couldn't get it going. They just no. couldn't get anything going. They had under four hundred yards versus the Vols. That's not a not a good sign. Yeah, two six uh, two point six yards per carry for South Carolina. I t- like Tennessee's defense. Honestly, for the last four weeks, starting that Georgia game, they've played very well. 
They're starting to click, Tyler. I like this Tennessee team. I think they're going to win out here, Tyler. I think they're going to go seven oh, and five, my. and five. Uh, that'd be yeah, that'd be five and three in the co- conference. That would be just insane. But that'd be incredible. It would be, and uh, considering they started with losses to Georgia State and BYU. Yeah, not good. How about our boy Jawan Jennings though? One hundred and seventy-four yards, two TDs. I mean, this is just incredible. This guy, he deserves the world. And I'm glad to see Tennessee's actually putting some formidable uh, games for this guy. I'm telling you, they're going to be a bowl team, Tyler. Time will tell. We'll see what happens. But, yeah, incredible. I mean, Jawan Jennings, the man, he, he broke like three or four tackles for a touchdown in this game. Unbelievable. I love it. I love it. I do too, my NFL friend. stud. Uh, well, you want to talk about what ha- the debacle in the big house for Notre Dame here? I mean, I don't really have a lot of positive to say about Notre Dame. They literally couldn't do anything. I thought the running attack, the reason I liked Notre Dame in this game is I thought that they would have a chance to have the better run game since the weather. But I was wrong, Matt. It was not pretty, and they kept trying to pass the ball, and that just wasn't working at all. So I was a little confused by that with Book. So far, I've been pretty disappointed with Ian Book. I don't know about you, Matt. Well, like you said, Notre Dame threw the ball about as much as they did running the ball. But on the flip side, you look at – but also, okay, I want to go back here for a second – the big turning point in the game was when uh, Notre Dame, I think they blocked that field goal, or mm-hmm. or they blocked a punt. I don't remember what happened. The special teams play, and the Notre Dame guy touches it, and then Michigan recovers it, and that changed the game early because as soon as that happened, then Michigan capitalizes, and, and the floodgates were open. But Notre Dame couldn't run the ball. I mean, they, nope. they couldn't throw the ball. Uh, but nope. you know, Michigan ran the ball 57 times, and they were efficient, 5.3 yards per carry. Uh, Charbonnet, mm-hmm. big game there. Uh, Haskins here, 149 yards on 20 carries. He kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, Shane Patterson threw the ball 12 times, Tyler. Yeah, I mean, 12 times, 100 yards, two touchdowns. A lot better than that 8 for 25 from Book. Yeah. Uh, well, one thing is for sure, we were – Wrong on Notre Dame. Uh, I know. Coming into the season, They're, they've been a letdown. You, you would have thought after contending with Georgia that I, they just didn't look like they even wanted to be there. Like they didn't want to play in the I rain. Know. I don't know what it was, but uh, we'll, we'll touch on Brian Kelly here uh, very shortly. Oh gosh! Oh gosh! So let's move like on here to Pac-12 country, Tyler. Oh yeah, Arizona State the... at UCLA. That uh, upstart program there, Chip Kelly, UCLA. These guys have found something out. DTR, I don't even know who this guy is anymore. He's actually a formidable quarterback. I love what I'm seeing out of him. And Matt, believe I don't know if you can believe this or not. UCLA, 38 minutes of possession versus Arizona State. You would have thought that Arizona State D would have got them off the field really quick. Uh-uh-uh, 27 first downs for UCLA. I don't even know who this team is anymore. I'm, I am thoroughly impressed. They were up 42-10 to 10 in this game. 
Unbelievable. Well, like I talked to you earlier on the phone, Tyler, we need them to lose one more game. Just one more. I don't care what it is. Just one more. Hey, we'll see what happens. We will see what happens. Matt, how about some action, a- action here? Big game, Miami, Ohio at Kent State. Yeah, um, Miami, Ohio, my friend. Uh, the one year I don't pick them to do well in the MAC, they're they're doing damn well in the MAC. But I'm telling yeah. you, man, there's still major issues here with Miami, Ohio, uh, offensively, but defensively they look great. Uh, the quarterback Abbott here, Tyler, which I told you all year, I'm not ha- I'm not high on him at all. Thirteen yeah. to twenty nine, one seventy eight, uh, but running the ball. Seven yards per carry for the Miami uh, Fighting Red Hawks, my friend. So oh yeah, they're fighting. That is uh, that's impressive. Seven yards per carry. That's going to win you a lot of games. And Miami Ohio now three and one atop the East here, tied with Ohio. They're both on a bye this week, and they play next week. So Ooh. I'm pretty sure that's the first Maxion game we're going to get in the in the week. Uh-oh. So be on the lookout for that. Miami at Ohio next week. And that that's a winner-take-all, basically, for the Mackey's crown. Ooh. I can't wait for that thriller, Matt. Thank you for that info. Hey, no problem. Uh, How is, about... Is, isn't that the Battle of the uh, Brick Street? Is that correct? I could be wrong on that, but I think yeah. I'm right. Yeah, I'm not sure, but I, I was on Brick Street Brick today Streets. out in Oxford, so... Oh, wow. Yep, Incredible. Yep. Oh, it is incredible. Uh, Washington State at Oregon, Tyler. Wow. Another thriller from Oregon, Matt. They win this one on a walk-off field goal. This is the second game I've talked about with a walk-off field goal. An incredible turn of events. Washington State goes down, scores a touchdown with a minute left, 35-34. Justin Herbert in the game. The gang lead it down the field, Camden Lewis, 26-yard field goal, bang, bang. And I got to say, Matt, if it wasn't for Verdell in this game, 23 carries, 257 yards, three touchdowns, man, that guy put the team on the back, led this team to victory, huge. Oregon now 7-1. and one. Yeah, they said, uh, you know, Mike Leach, He's a covering machine against Oregon, and he had beat them four straight times. So I wasn't surprised to see a, uh, a close game out there in Eugene. Uh, let's wrap this one up, Tyler. We're going to talk about the the big game in the Big Ten that ended up being a complete blowout, which I predicted last week. Um, yeah, Wisconsin's just not very good, guys. No, and they're not. They're not. I mean, when they play somebody who has a pulse, uh, especially defensively, they're just absolutely terrible. Uh, Jonathan Taylor's Heisman uh, Heisman talk has been squashed. Uh, 20 carries, 52 yards, or 2.6 average. Uh, Wisconsin couldn't run the ball, couldn't throw the ball, and they definitely couldn't stop Ohio State from running the ball. J.K. Dobbins was a beast. Uh, 20 carries, 163, two touchdowns. Justin Fields, a mediocre day, but hey, two touchdowns, or three touchdowns total. Um, and Chase Young put his uh, mark on the Heisman voters' minds. Uh, he had a monster game. Four sacks, disrupted uh, most of the game. I think he forced two fumbles. Um, Ohio State, 
most complete team in the country, my friend. If you say so. <coughs> it... If you say so, Matt. I I mean, they did look damn good versus that Wisconsin team. They they took them out back and beat the hell out of them. But let's get on to our trending up, trending down teams. Matt, I'll start it up. Number one, I've got Kansas State trending up. Number two, UCLA. And number three, Oregon, Matt, because this <coughs> is a spot where Pac-12 teams usually falter. Everything's looking pretty good. And then a subpar team comes in and beats them. Similar to what Washington happens to Washington every year. So I'm going to give Oregon a trending up. Yeah, I got Michigan, uh, number one, Tennessee, number two, and Illinois, number three. Man, Illinois, 2-0 two, two no, uh, streak here. Yeah, two, three wins. They they looked very good in the second half against Michigan. Um, yeah, they don't, did. Don't they look did now, but Illinois them. might make a bowl game here, Tyler. Hey, Lovey and the boys getting it done. I love I love that Lovey Smith is getting this done. And I think we talked about it earlier in the year. This Illinois team has talent. It just all took a little time for them to get together. They lost to Eastern Michigan earlier in the year, if you recall that. But, yeah, here we are. Trending down, I've got Texas down, Arizona down, and Duke down. Uh, I have Texas down as well. I got Missouri. Uh Ooh, that's a pitiful team. Yes, uh, that that uh, they couldn't stop uh, Lynn Bowden uh, Jr. Uh, from Kentucky. Uh, he is a wide receiver that is playing quarterback. Uh, he can't throw the ball. He just basically runs it, and you think you could just zero yeah. in on that. Uh, no, no. 29-7. No. They looked completely awful. Uh, and then Iowa State. How about your favorite segment here, Tyler? Oh, yes. You're dead to me. Well, Matt, uh, last week I went with Army, and for once in my life, the team that's dead to me actually proved me right because Army was horrendous. But my my team this week, my beloved Arizona Wildcats, a team that I've been riding and dying with for, I believe, two to three years now. I'm officially done, Matt. Three straight losses for Arizona. Had a chance to solidify themselves in the South. USC lost, Washington lost. I get it, but they got their ass kicked in both of those games. The D has given up 123 points in those losses. That's horrendous. Now, I do understand they fired the defensive coordinator. Finally, he probably should have been gone last year, but they, the team likes him. We got to keep him around. You know what? That rarely ever works out, and I'm sick of it. I can't watch it anymore, and I get that Costello came back for Stanford, but damn. That was brutal. Arizona, get dead to me. Yeah, here's a team that, uh, just like you, I was high on coming into the country, or coming into the season. Uh, Texas Tech. Oh, my. Oof. Oh, God. Laid an egg. Lost at Kansas. You can't do that. Uh, I, now, granted, they've had a lot of injuries, but come on, guys. Texas Tech, you're dead to me. And you can't lose, like, how Texas Tech lost, too. That's what added insult to injury. You know, they blocked that field goal. Guy looks to be returning it and then just kind of tosses it back to give Kansas an even easier field goal. Oh, my God. Brutal. Yeah, it it was uh, 
Uh, it was brutal. Yeah, I watched. I watched most of that game. I was invested in it, and I was like, "Oh shit! Come on, Texas Tech." <laughs> really, just needed a win. Assholes. No, no, that nothing positive happened out of that one. So Arizona is dead, and also Texas Tech, dead. Matt, uh, I heard you touch on it a little bit earlier. You have a new addition to the hot seat. I do, uh, Brian Kelly. Uh, it's time to go. I, I just Ooh, that team gosh. looked like they didn't want to be there. Looked like they were just quitting on the coach. Uh, just, just get rid of him. And then I got Barry Odom at Missouri. Yeah. He's, now, he's 24 uh, and 22 there, Tyler. Yeah. But this was supposed to be a year where they were supposed to be good. I mean, they got Kelly Bryant, a big grad transfer. Everybody was knew, high like, on him. I don't even recognize he's still playing there, by the way, Matt. Kelly, like, I haven't heard anything about Kelly Bryant all year long. He does. He still is the quarterback there. Yeah, uh, you remember when everybody was giving me shit for having him, like, ninth in the SEC? I do remember that, Matt. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, I mean, he went there, and we were all like, oh, okay, that's fine. And he he hasn't done anything. <laughs> couldn't even beat Kentucky. Uh, no, <laughs> they could not. Wide receiver. Uh, I know. Brutal. I know. It's crazy, I like, man. I like that addition. That's not a bad addition, Matt, but I feel like Missouri loves Barry. Well, he he's from a he's a Missouri guy. He's been like, he's been in that program for like twenty years, so I, yeah. I understand it'd be hard to get rid of him. But if you want to win, you got to get rid of this guy. I'm with you, Matt. That that's a tough one. Um, any more? You got? Nope, I'm done. That's it. All right. Well, I'm removing Jeremy Pruitt, Matt. I I think I've seen enough to at least I have promise and hope. For the Vols, so I'm removing Jeremy Pruitt from the list. Also, I did add Jim Harbaugh because it seemed as if things were going south, but I'm removing him. I wouldn't have fired him. I don't think you can fire him, even if he had lost to Notre Dame, but yeah, Harbaugh off. Frank Wilson, UTSA, he's still on the list. We'll see what happens this week. Randy Edsel, yeah, he still has a job. Doug Martin, I believe, still has a job. I that's hard to believe as well. Tony Sanchez, UNLV, somehow still has a job. Mike Bobo still has a job. Derek Mason, he's got to go too. Later, Derek. <laughs> yeah, he still has a job though. I don't, I don't understand how some of these guys have jobs. Doug Martin at New Mexico State, like the man has lost. I think he's only won. 20 games and he's lost I think 61 games Matt I mean what else do you need to see uh, um, SEC championship that's it oh god okay alright Dougie and do you think Muschamp does he is he now earning his way back towards the hot seat uh, I think he's fine horrible loss you think he's fine yeah, I you think, think that fine. Georgia loss saved him yeah that, that saved him just I don't think the expectations were real high this year based on how hard the schedule was. So That's a good point. I think he's good. You're probably right on that, Matt. All right. Well, I think that's all I have for the hot seat this week. I think next week it's really going to start heating up, though. Big week next week. Yeah, because teams, teams start to lose bowl hope. After week 10, it's kind of obvious if you're going to make a bowl or not. And for whatever reason, 500 is what 
I guess the benchmark is in the world, so whatever. Well, let's hop on here, Tyler, to Heisman talk. Do you want to give us your top five, or do you want me to give you my top five? I'll go first, man. Right. I'll go first on this one. Number five, Chase Young, 13 and a half sacks. Unbelievable performance versus Wisconsin. Number four, Omar Bayless, top five in receptions, top in touchdowns, and top in receiving yards out of Arkansas State. Number three, Jalen Hurts, Mr. Hubbard, 13, over 1,300 yards, 16 touchdowns, got him at two, and Joe Burrow remains number one. Yeah, I'm right there, Tyler. I got uh, Joe Burrow number one as well. Uh, I did go ahead and put J.K. Dobbins in at number two. That was a big game for me. It was, but uh, he only has, I think, nine rushing touchdowns right now. And I get that he hasn't played, like, full games, honestly, pretty much the whole season. But the numbers just don't back a Heisman right now. Yeah, well, he has uh, Justin Fields uh, taking some of his rushing touchdowns. That's a fact. But he's clearly the best running back in the country. Um, he's at 1,110 yards. And that, that's against uh, against pretty decent com- uh, competition. Way better than what you get out there in the Big 12. Uh, we got Jalen Hurts, number three. Chase Young, number four. And Tua coming in fifth. Yeah. I, I had to move Tua out simply because, I mean, he missed the game versus Arkansas where he could have. He could have had easily 300, 400 yards and five touchdowns. And now his next game potentially is going to be LSU. Got a bye week coming up. Yeah, it's going to be hard, I think, unless he plays in that LSU game for him to get the Heisman. We will have to wait and see, my friend. We will see. I'm I'm interested to see what happens. Uh, but Ch- did you have Chase Young in yours? I did, number no? four. Number four. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Number four. Now, the the crazy thing, Matt, is Justin Fields has – he's my number six. Like, you could you could argue that Ohio State has three of the top ten players in the country. Uh, they is do. Is that crazy? Yeah, is they that do. crazy? That's, it, that's incredible. Is that good recruiting? They do. And, and we're not, not even Ohio State fans, people, so – no, we are not Ohio State fans at all, but you got to give props where you can give props, and I uh, I respect the Buckeyes, or do I? <laughs> How about your playoff four plus two, Matt? Let's hear it. Uh, number six, Florida. Number five, Penn State. And then we got Clemson, number four, Bama, three, LSU, two, Ohio State, one. Okay, okay. I'm fine with that. I've seen a lot of Florida at number number six. And well, it's just natural. I know. I'm I'm different, of course. I've got number six Oregon, number five Penn State, number four Ohio State, number three Alabama, number two LSU, number one Clemson. I haven't really changed it much. And here's the thing: in two weeks, we're gonna have LSU Bama, so. Ohio State, naturally, they're going to keep winning. They're going to move up into the top three. So I think those top four teams, I think that would be one hell of a playoff if we could have those four teams. 
Yeah, well, Tyler, uh, I heard you put Oregon in there over Florida. Well, yeah. you do know they have yeah, a yeah. common opponent. Okay, Auburn. Yes, and uh, That's what, fine. Did, what did Auburn do uh, to Oregon? Was that a W? It was on a, on a Christmas Day miracle, but I think Oregon could beat Florida. I would take Oregon right now over Florida. That's how uh, I'm looking at it. That's a, that's a bit bold. A bit bold? Yeah. That's, what are you that's bold. talking about? Uh, you, you think that Florida's offense is going to get it going versus Oregon's D? I don't think so. Oh, Nick's made Oregon's D look like nothing. Oh, my gosh. He threw up a miracle pass, and, and the guy ended up in the end zone. That was a good pass. Whatever. He w- he wasn't even that, that great in that game. Uh, he, he wasn't, was but he was he better was in that fine. game than he was against Florida. And uh, I'm telling you, Florida would be just fine against uh, against uh, old Oregon there. Well, that's fine. You'll be moving Florida out of here soon, I'm sure. Yeah, this week. They'll be gone this week. Yeah, so waste of time. Kind of like when uh, people had Wisconsin uh, in their top four. That was a, that was a quick exit. Comical. Nah, yeah. Oh, no. They're not better than Clemson is. Beep, beep, beep. See ya. I just want to point out, Tyler, uh, that Oregon against Auburn here, Tyler. Uh, 2.7 yeah, yards per rush. 2.7. I know. And uh, Auburn has a fantastic D. I think that Auburn's D is better than Florida's D. Well, I do, too, especially in the interior of the defense okay. line. But All right. So Oregon, Oregon is the better team. I'm telling uh, you. No, they're definitely not better than Florida. Yes, they are. Uh, let's see. Give here. me the Ducks. Oh yeah, Bo Nix had a better passer rating than Justin Herbert that game too. Well, they handcuffed uh, Herbert, man. Oh, they, been, they were handcuffing him. They still handcuff him. I they didn't they did in that uh, last game. They handcuffed him, but the previous game they actually let him loose a little bit, and it was nice to see. But. I don't know. They're just content with that, but they keep winning, so I can't really argue with it. Kind of like Penn State, they just keep winning, man. That's all you have to do in college football. There's 12 games. Just got to win. Yeah, Penn State stinks. <sighs> Whatever, man. We'll find. Now you're just you're just salty because Penn State's undefeated, and you got little old Auburn sitting there with two losses. Best two-win loss in the country from what I hear from you. Oh, well, yeah, but... Penn State would probably have they they would have two losses too with Auburn's schedule, probably three. Uh, probably three. To be oh, honest, wow. well, you think you think that Oregon would beat them? I do. Yes, Oregon would wow. beat Penn State. Wow. Oh, oh, wow. So Oregon would beat Penn State. They can. There's no way they can beat Florida though. No, no. no. Florida would okay. beat Penn State too. Okay, that's that's interesting, Matt. I I appreciate. All those great comments and hot takes from you. No, they're not hot takes. They're just what's their they're truth, Tyler. Yeah, if you say so, that's fine. There's only one. But there's only one great team in the Big Ten, and and that is uh, that's the Ohio State Buckeyes. Yeah, I don't think I can qualify Penn State as a great team yet. It's a team that just keeps finding the W. We'll find out though. Penn State, Ohio State. Penn State does have Minnesota coming out. That'll be telling. No, it's but, not. That's yeah. not going to be telling. Penn State is going to go in there, beat Minnesota by 20, because Minnesota is a fraudulent 8-0 team. Hasn't played anybody. Um, yeah. So, 
And that's hey, a man, noon game. I... That's a freaking noon game. Like, come on. Can I point? Can I point this out real quick? I don't know if you saw this, but somebody gave Pittsburgh a vote in the top twenty-five. Did you see that? Oh, that's interesting. That's unbelievable. They must have missed that Miami game. Yeah, they don't. They clearly don't watch the games. Iowa State got a vote as well. See, this is what I'm talking about. Texas give, got forty-nine votes. Freaking vote. Texas got forty-nine points. There's still there's twenty-six according to these rankings. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's Get insane. the hell out of here. That is insane. I don't like that. But my God. Oh, in in the coaches poll, Virginia got two votes. Jesus Christ. This is hard to look at. Yeah, that's horrible. Sorry. I got a little distracted there. Couldn't help myself. Well, buddy, why don't you uh why don't we put a bow on this uh recap? And oh, yeah. uh <coughs> let's uh Get this one sent out, and we'll get ready for tomorrow's preview of Week 10. Oh, yes. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the podcast once again. Remember to subscribe and review and give us some five stars if you think we're great. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, anywhere you can imagine there's a podcast. We are there. We appreciate you listening. We look forward to previewing Week 10. Tomorrow night, thank you, and good night.